0: This is Thursday's My Thought in One Take, a part of the Ben Burnett Show empire. Welcome into the Ben Burnett Show. I am grateful that you made me a part of your day. Thank you to Evans General Contractors, First Horizon Bank, Peachtree Government Relations, Charinga, Solomon Brothers, and all of you who make time for me each and every Tuesday, Thursday, on the weekends, podcast, you pick it. Grateful to have each of you. Today's topic is NATO. Earlier this week, President Biden went to England to meet with King Charles and then later went to Lithuania for a NATO summit. The NATO members get together essentially every single year. There are two countries from North America that are a part of NATO, the United States and Canada, and there are 29 member states from Europe. NATO was founded as a concept in 1949 after the conclusion of the Second World War. When you read through the NATO bylaws, Article 5 states that if an armed attack occurs against one of the member states, it is considered an attack against all member states. So if there is an attack against Iceland, it is considered an attack on the United States. NATO is separate from the UN. The 31 NATO countries have democratic tendencies. They can be parliaments. They can be democracies. They can be republics. But all those governments are relatively similar to one another. They're all trade partners, and we will take the countries in order from the time that they joined. Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, the UK, the United States all joined in 1949. Greece and Turkey joined in 1952. West Germany joined in 1955. That's important. Because if you will remember, adjacent to the NATO countries, there was something you learned about in your social studies classes called the Warsaw Pact. The Warsaw Pact was headed by the Soviet Union and Poland in the aftermath of World War II, where those countries who had different values, meaning communism at the time, aligned together in the same way that the NATO countries did. But that was a big battle that ran through in the aftermath of World War II and the Allied powers splitting apart and going back to their own corners – and continuing to exist under their quote-unquote like-minded values. The Warsaw Pact held into effect until the fall of the Berlin Wall in the 90s. After the reunification of East Germany and West Germany in 1990, they collectively joined NATO. Then they took a break for a little over a decade when Spain joined in 1982. The Czech Republic, Hungary, and Poland joined in 1999. Bulgaria, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovakia, and Slovenia all joined in 2004. Those countries were all a part of the Warsaw Pact until it dissolved with the fall of the Berlin Wall. Those weren't the only countries. Albania and Croatia joined in 2009. Montenegro, North Macedonia joined in 2017 and 2020, respectively. And over the course of the last few months, Finland and Sweden have joined NATO. The latter two have joined in response to their proximity to the Russians. What's important about NATO in the summit this week is that President Biden sent a message that the Ukraine was not ready to be a part of NATO. I don't say this a lot. President Biden is 100 percent right. The Ukrainian people and the Russian people are very similar from an ethnicity perspective. And the Russians, until they fundamentally change their government, will always take that personally. People talk all the time about red lines. To me, that is one that Russia was probably ultimately willing to die over, and I think the United States clearly knows that. We have not put boots on the ground in Russia. We will not put boots on the ground in Russia. Russia knows that if they ultimately attacked Poland or the war or a nuclear fallout transitioned into Poland, 31 countries would find themselves in a war. The conversation that I want to have today is important because 31 countries in NATO is a lot. Is the United States really going to be a people who go and seek the defense of North Macedonia? Guys, I know a lot about the world. I have seen a ton of it. I'm not sure if you held a globe to me and put a gun to my head that I can find North Macedonia. I recognize that it's somewhere in Eastern Europe. It's got proximity to the country of Greece. To me, as the dad of two boys, one of whom I am certain will seek military service— are their lives worth trading as an American for people in North Macedonia? To me, the answer is no, or Montenegro, or Croatia, or any of them. And I am not an isolationist. I talk all the time. I believe in free trade. The democracies and the republics and the tenets of those governments are best held by people. They're best for the name of freedom. Good for President Biden for standing up and saying, I don't care. The United States is not going to bow and bend the knee with respect to to the other countries' desires for the Ukraine to be admitted into NATO. If you ask me to be honest with you, I don't think half the countries that are in NATO need to be in NATO. I wonder all the time who we would actively go seek to defend. And the answer to that for me is relatively easy. There are countries that have always been there for the United States. Great Britain, France, Australia, Japan, post-World War II, South Korea, Poland. To me... Those are most of the countries in which I would volunteer our sons and daughters to defend those people groups. NATO is far too big. It has gotten entirely too expansive. And there has to be some sort of equal stake in it for us. We comprise over double the amount of defense troops of the next closest country. You know who that country is? Turkey, another country that has, quote unquote, democratic values. But they've liked to play it both ways. To me, if somebody attacked Turkey, the last thing I'm going to do if I'm President Biden or President Bush or President Trump or President Obama is run to their defense. Because when you ask yourself a couple questions down the road, it's been a long time since the Turks have had the United States best interests at heart. And if you want to play footsie with Syria and Muslim extremism and all the tenets of who they used to be, They were the Ottoman Empire, and they didn't change their mind after the Marshall Plan like the Japanese and realize that, oh, we were wrong. They have sat at odds with a different value system and a different way of life than the United States for a long time. So I don't say it a lot. Good for President Biden for sticking up for the United States because the Ukraine has no place in an organization like NATO because it's not worth it to the American people. And while I'm willing to send bullets and munitions and technology because i think the russian government is absolutely evil i'm not willing to volunteer my two boys it's been another episode of the ben burnett show have a great day everybody spring is here and baseball is back you can't forget the derby i love the hats Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air